Welcome to Curated by Culture. I'm your curator, Cassandra. Thank you as always for joining me, for liking, for sharing, for downloading, for leaving comments, DMs, texts, whatever it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I was having a conversation. It's always I was having a conversation, right? But I have a lot of conversations. I know it sounds strange, but I really do have a lot of conversations and I really do love talking to people and hearing about them and their lives and stuff like that. It's it's strange maybe to you, but it's not to me. Um, but I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and um, he was talking about the standards episode and he had said he shared it with his sisters who he constantly watches, like just make poor choices. And I was like, what do you mean by poor choices? And also you're their brother. What's going on here? Um, and he said, you know, it's just, you know, they just like, they're younger than him. So they're a little different. And, you know, he's my age and I think they're in like their early thirties or maybe late twenties or whatever. And I think it's also generational and it's a different thing. Maybe, you know, like that's a different generation from us, but he was just saying how, you know, they could benefit from understanding what standards are like. And so I thought, well, maybe I should deep dive a little deeper into the standards topic, but, you know, kind of geared towards women. I don't know. Anyway, my thoughts were this. And I told him, I was like, well, you know, what's the standard that they set for themselves first and foremost? And he was like, what do you mean? And I think that's the problem right there. We should all set a standard for ourselves, men or women. We should all be setting a standard for ourselves first and foremost, what we will or won't tolerate, who we will or won't tolerate. Like we should have a standard for ourselves. Like how much are you willing to allow somebody to disrupt your peace, you know, or how much are you willing to lie, allow somebody to lie to you or to do whatever, whatever it is that you deem, like for me, it'd be lying, you know, but whatever it is you deem is something that you can't deal with or something that brings you down. Like we should all have a standard. And I think that's the biggest issue with young women. And I hate to say it like that because there are also a lot of young women who do have standards. But I, like I said on that episode, men have standards. Trust me. There's a lot of stuff they will not tolerate, like straight out the gate. It's like, it's almost, it's it's known that it doesn't even have to be said. Like anybody knows that, right? So like we go back to that guy I was talking about where I had mentioned that girls were hitting him up in his DMs. Part of the conversation was that he had said like, he said, if he did it, he knew his girl would take him back. Even if he cheated on her, he was like, I know she'd take me back. And I was like, what? Like, why would you even be okay with fixing your lips to say that? I know she'll take me back. Why? Because she don't have no standards? Is that what you're saying? And I, I mean, I don't think he thinks that. And I know he didn't. Well, listen, maybe he did cheat on her. I don't know. He didn't tell me. But like the fact that you know, she tells me that she, she, She's shown you that, well, maybe I don't have a standard. Listen, guys, women do have standards. We also are nurturers. We love people. But don't take advantage of that. You know what I mean? And ladies, no, that's not okay. The minute somebody disrespects you, especially another person, a man or somebody you're dating, whoever it is, man, woman, I don't care. The minute a person disrespects you, you need to put up that firm. No, that's a boundary. And I'm not saying don't forgive them or don't, you know, I'm not telling you to hold a grudge. I'm not telling you to make that permanent, but reevaluate your situation. 
Because a lot of men will just say, I'm sorry, over and over and over again, because they know that you will come back. Just like old boy said, he said, I know she'll take me back. So I don't know. I think that's the first standard right there is, you know, the standard we set up for ourselves. Like what is, what is okay? What is not okay? And for me, standards are even farther than just people. It's like how I treat myself on a daily basis. What I do when I, you know, how do I self-care myself, self-love myself on a daily basis? Like just little things that I do. Like it might be the expensive products that I buy for my body or my face or my hair, whatever. Or it might be the clothes that I put on my back. It might be anything. We should all be loving ourselves that much. And that's a standard for us. Now, don't do that if you don't have any money, though. Like if, you know, you're trying to save or don't do not do those. Well, I'm not saying that. That's not fair. You should be able to live your life. But, um, yeah, some finance people might tell you different. I'm not a finance person. Um, but, yeah, that was the first, like, that's the first, the first thought that came to my mind. And then the other thing, and this is a touchy one, and I know I'm probably going to get some heat on this one from some of my young people that I love dearly, but what you put out is what you're going to get, what you're going to attract, should I say. And I guess because I did not grow up with social media and social media was not my thing, it's just so foreign to me to see young women constantly putting their bodies out there on social media, like where everyone can see. And listen, it's not a negative. Some of these women are beautiful and they have wonderful shapes and bodies and all that stuff. So I'm not judging you by any means, but what you put out is what you're going to attract. So if all you offer a man or a woman or whomever is your body, that's really all they're going to want from you in meeting you. Does that make sense? Like I want, I want, I mean, and I say this to men and women, because there are men who love to, you know, listen, there are men who love to be on social media with their chest hanging out and all this. I get it. But if that's all you offer a person, that's all they're going to see you as. Whereas, I mean, all of us, every single one of us walking this planet has God given talent and abilities. Why don't we lead with those and see who we attract? I've talked about using social media as a platform for dating and I still like I still stick with that. Like if it's used properly, it could be you, you could probably attract the right person. I'm guessing I wouldn't use it, but I'm just putting that out there. If you use it properly, you could attract the right person. But if all you're on there doing is looking for like, you know, girls who have their bodies out or men who have their bodies out, that's li- literally all you're going to find is those types of people. And that's all. That's likely the only connection you're going to have—a physical attraction. I'm attracted to more things than just a, fi- a person's physical. You know, like what's your mind like? What do you think about? What do you read? What do you ingest? What do you listen to? What do you hear? What do you eat? I want to hear about those things. I, I could care less about, you know, your chest tattoos. <laughs> oh. People are going to hate me for that comment. All of it. <laughs> just, I get it. I get it, social media. I get that's the point of social media. But for me personally, I just, I I think we set ourselves up by only leading with those things. And I say this to, to people who are in relationships with people too, like, and, you know, church people, you might want to cover your ears, but if all you offer people is sex, <laughs> that's all they're going to see you as is sex. If you're in a relationship with somebody, again, these are the standards. If all you offer a person is sex, that's all they're going to want from you. They're never going to want anything more than that from you. Trust me when I tell you that. It's a, it's a fact. 
But if you lead with something else and you you go into a, a situation like saying, hey, let's get to know each other first. Take some time, get to know the person. Date. Like dating is just what? Collecting data. Like learn about each other. What was your childhood? Like, listen, and when I ask people questions like that, even in just, you know, general conversation, not so much, I'm not, listen, again, I'm not out there looking for anybody, but when I ask these questions, people are always like, why do you want to know about my child? Like, I want to know why you are the way you are, what to made you this way, you know, like, but it's good to know that in dating too, like in gathering data. Now, listen, I get it. Sometimes some people are just looking for sex. <laughs> so I'm not slow there. I get that part too. If, you, if that's what you are, that's your ministry. You you can even just skip this part right here. But I'm just saying in general, because most of the people that I talk to are like, I'm looking for something real. I'm looking for a relationship, the dating pool and did it this pee in the dating pool. I get all those things, but are you properly putting yourself out there so that that quote unquote pee in the dating pool is not affecting you? Are you leading with just offering people your body? If all you offer a person is sex, that's really all they're going to want from you. I hate to say that so bluntly, but it's true. But if you offer somebody um, insight into your life and knowledge on something and things that you're interested in and things like that, you grow a deeper connection, believe it or not. And then if down the road, you guys decide to like, hey, listen, we we really want to get into this and the sex is great. Listen, that's a bonus. The sex is a bonus, in my opinion. The other things are what's great because we can do all these other things together in life, <laughs> you know, which again, you know, the whole, you know, my conversation on time, like I have zero time to waste. So those are like my thoughts, ladies, but guys too, but guys, you guys know, how, you guys already know what you're doing. <laughs> so Continue on your path. I have a whole other topic and a whole other episode solely related to kingmakers and kings, but mostly kings. I want to talk to the kings separately, but for the ladies, I'm not telling you not to put yourself out there. I'm not telling you not to be you, but men men are equally attracted to smart women or women who, you know, because it's going to sound so rude. And I hate that it sounds rude because I don't want to sound rude. Like, do you put your body out there if that's what you want to do. But just think about it from a man's point of view. And I know we shouldn't be doing that. But if all you're putting out on social media is that that's how they see you. And in some ways, sometimes the standard is already set. Ugh, that's an awful statement, but it's true. Because not all men are kind and loving and sincere. You know how men are. We all know how men are. Listen, I don't even put my body on the internet. And sometimes men are in my DM saying the most wild stuff. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, I have a turtleneck on. <laughs> like I'm fully clothed. Um, but yeah. The standards that we set for ourselves are literally the standards that, you know, it's, it's how we, we teach other people how to treat us in a way. Like how we how we view ourselves is how other people will also view us. So I think it's very important to, one, obviously love on yourself, fully love on yourself. And I'm always telling people this before you jump, especially younger people, before you jump into something with somebody that you think, oh my God, he's my soulmate, she's my soulmate you need to fully learn yourself and fully love yourself. Like I can't stress enough how important it is 
that, um, you know, in your 20s, yeah, you explore and you date, but don't tie yourself to anybody so early. Get to know yourself. Because I would hate to see you all at 40 or 50, like just miserable because you made the wrong decisions and now you feel stuck. Now you just feel like, oh, I can't get out of this. I mean, and also on the flip side of all of this is another conversation, ladies, that need to be had. If we're going by standards and what, you know, living our lives in the way that is God's best for us, it also means not staying in something that we know is awful, that we can, like something that just tortures us. And trust me, I know so many women who I love dearly who are in awful situations with men who they're like, well, I'm married to him and da, 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 da. And listen, again, church ladies, Christians, don't come on here and crucify me, but I'm just speaking the truth. If it's not God's, if you are not living your life and it's not God's best, it's probably, it probably was not ordained by God. Okay. Like the devil jumps into things too. Let's be clear. Right. So if, if you're married and your husband is constantly beating on you, cheating on you, lying to you, all these other things, that's not God's best ladies. And you just accepting it and being okay with it is the standard that you set. And now your husband's fine with it. And I hate that for you. It's not okay. It's okay to set up boundaries. It's okay to say, no, no more of this. But I do know like women who were just like, oh, he says, sorry. I'm like, he says, sorry. Oh my God. Okay. I'm not going to go down this path because it's going to be awful and harsh. And, and I love you all dearly. And I, and I mean that, but um, yeah, those, those standards are, are, are important. Like staying in something that you know is bad is just, it's, it's just a waste of your time. And that is so valuable. Just consider, I understand the fear of getting up and leaving. I understand the fear of setting up a boundary and the consequence of, of what might come from setting up that boundary, right? Because there are consequences, right? You set up a boundary and you say, listen, you can't do this anymore next time you do it. And okay, sure, next time you do it, you out or whatever the case might be. Sure, there's some fear in that. There's some risk that you're taking, but feel the fear and do it anyway, just think about your own peace. Like, I don't, I don't remember what episode it was, but I talked about this. Like, our children are watching us. For those of us with kids, our children are watching us. And what we're accepting and what we're doing and what we're allowing is literally what they will see and mimic, maybe. We have to pray for the best there, but it's probably what they'll see and what they'll mimic. Do you want that for your children? Moms, do you want that for your daughters? Dads, do you want that for your daughters? And I mean what I say about raising sons. Like, I think it's important that we make sure, ladies especially, that we're not okay with our sons just doing any old tomfoolery. <laughs> Cut that out. No. You know the pain. I'm sure all the women listening have felt or experienced the pain of being cheated on or lied to or all those other things. Why would you be okay with your somebody that you created doing that to someone else? No, that's not okay. I'm sorry. We have to set the standards for, for people and ladies, especially, please love yourself that much more. If every day you choose to set a new boundary or new standard or new thing that creates you, creates a space for you to love yourself that much more. I don't care what it is. Over time, you will learn to fully love yourself and know that 
everything is not okay. It's not okay for somebody to cheat on you. It's not okay for somebody. It's, these things are, are like, the men have this down pat. Like, <laughs> nope. I couldn't even, listen, I know, I know a lot of men who would literally say, no, so if my girl cheat on me, no, I'm out. But we aren't like that. And that's, sucks for us. <laughs> that really does suck for us. And listen, I think I was a victim victim to that once, <laughs> just once, but never again would I do that. I'm like, nah, Mm-mm. but yeah. Whew. Sorry, ladies. Sorry guys. If you know, you're like, what is she talking about? <laughs> like, I know this sounds awful, but it's, it's the truth. I think how we, how we put ourselves out there is, is important. It's a standard that we set. And so, you know, if you are constantly putting your body on the internet and you're, you know, men are constantly, and you're like, oh, here he is in my DM. Well, what did you want him to do? You put your whole body out there. What did you want him to do? Listen, I'm being honest. I'm not being rude or mean, but it's true, right? And I get it. Trust me, I get it. Maybe that's a young girl thing. Again, I didn't grow up with social media. So, you know, all my indiscretions, like I went to Freaknik all the time and I went to Howard Homecoming and I went places and did things. I would not want on the internet. I promise you. So I'm not telling you don't be you. Be you. Live yourself out loud and publicly however you want, but you don't have to post all that stuff on the internet. If that's not what you're trying to attract. Ladies, we are all beautiful. Every single solitary one of us is beautiful. Women are stunning. Everyone can see that. You don't need to put yourself out on the internet with your whole body out for people to see it. We're all beautiful. We're all made in God's image. We are all meant to. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to leave you out. (laughs) We're all made in God's image. We're all stunning. I don't care what anybody says. We're all stunning. And there's somebody out there for all of us. But if we're really being serious about how we're going to find them or how we're going to attract them, it's not going to be by putting our bodies on social media, you know, constantly showing everybody, you know, here's my boobs or here's my butt or whatever it is. It's going to be from fully immersing ourselves, being our most authentic selves. You're going to tell me your most authentic self is to constantly put your body on the internet? I'm going to say that's, I don't believe that. But I don't know. You know, maybe it is. I'm not here to judge anybody that does that. But I'm just, I'm speaking to the ladies today, guys. I know. I'm sorry. But ladies, I I just want us to do better. I want us to stop being okay with accepting whatever from men. Accepting the bare minimum from men. Let's stop. Because men aren't okay with that. Listen, on top of the man standard of don't cheat on me or don't lie to me or don't do these things to me. The men have other standards. They want you to cook. They want you to be a homemaker. They want you to, you know, listen, if you have kids, make, make me these beautiful kids, take care of them. They have all these things set forth, but we're just like, Oh, I'll just accept anything. No, stop. Ladies, stop giving men girlfriend or wife privileges when they're dealing with all these other people. Stop. Stop being okay with accepting scraps from men, just the bare minimum, or just doing, letting them do whatever they want and being okay with it. That standard is, that standard is low. Men are like, well, we can just do whatever. We can have however many chicks we want to deal with. We could like, and, and everybody's accepting of it. So it's a-okay. No, it's not okay. Sis, if he's married, let him be married. 
Don't believe his story that he's going to leave his wife or he loves you or this or that. Oof, this is a tough one. I don't even know if I want to go down this road. But uh, truthfully, no, don't accept that. There's somebody out there for you. I promise you. And I'm not judging those women. I'm not judging the women who know a man. Like, I know there's a shortage of men. I get it. There's a, a, a shortage of men. But accepting that is just as bad as, it's worse than being alone. I promise you. Accepting a man who has someone else, whether it's a girlfriend or wife or whomever, is just as, it's, it's not just as, it's worse than being alone. Be alone and live your life. At least then you have peace. This was a tough episode. I'm not even sure why I recorded this. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, that's it. I'm done. This is this was for the ladies, guys. I know you probably hate this episode. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I was going to say something else. I did have a hot topic. And for whatever reason, it has actually left my brain. What was I said? I said I was going to say something. Anyway. If it comes back to me, I'm going to go, I'm not going to go live on it. I'll post it on Instagram. If it comes back to me, I'm going to post it on Instagram. How about that? <laughs> um, anyway, that's it. I'm done. Get free, guys. Free yourselves from, from what was. Unlearn everything that you've been taught and learn new things. Learn new ways. Set standards. Set boundaries. Love yourself. Someone recently texted me and said that they, you know he listens to the podcast and he was like, "It's just so dope that you're so such so at peace, but you never really talk about that." Like he's like, "You're just so at peace," and I I am I'm I'm at peace. I've told people before I, I'm willing to walk away from anything that no that doesn't serve me, and that's you know a relationship. It, it it can be anything. I'm willing to walk away from anything that tries to come in and snatch my peace. My peace is my priority at this point in my life, and um. And I love it. I love you here. I want to see you guys join me. All right. Anyway, I love you. I'm done.